the bad bitch is back. Armadillo is in the house. Yes. <laughs> I am so, so excited that we finally get to talk about this. It feels like Ooh. I have been waiting for months. No, Morgan has only been waiting a couple days because she finished the chapters before I did. I've been waiting legit like four days. It was not, no, four days? Yes. No, it wasn't four I'm, days. I'm pretty sure it was because I finished it. I finished it. Fa- I finished it all in one night. Yeah, no, because, okay, so Morgan <laughs> texted me and she's like, I devoured the 10 chapters. <laughs> I was like, well then. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, it was on Monday. It was Monday. I finished all 10 chapters Monday, Monday night. So yes, I have been waiting four days. Thank you very much. Oh wait, no, today's Thursday. Exactly. That's shit. Exactly. It doesn't matter. It's been a long time. Uh, Welcome back, okay. everybody, <laughs> to YA at Heart. YA at Heart. Where we yell at Ashley for not being on my for time being schedule. correct and not reading as quickly as Morgan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. I feel like today is going to be a really good episode, I cannot guys. wait. I can. All right, guys. Whole bunch of shit that went down. We are reviewing chapters 28 through 38. Okay. And girl. All I gotta say is, I now understand. I now understand the Akatar fandom. I now get it. I come. Those it. 10 chapters fucking did it for me. That was it. Yes. That was it. Right. And Alexa was like, oh, girl, wait until you read the rest. I know. <laughs> Alexa was like, hey, so <laughs> when you guys get done, <laughs> right. you gotta keep going. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. So, oh, with that being said as well, usually we do it at the end of the episode when we're all done, but we wanted to let you guys know that we actually are going to go in and do something that we have not done before yes, on the podcast. Yes. We are going to read the sequel yeah. immediately. So our next book is going to be A Court of Mist and Fury so that you guys have time to go and pick that up. Or, you, who am I kidding? You probably already fucking have it. Um, I bought all the books when we decided to Addicts. do this. <laughs> All right, so without further ado, let's jump. Let's jump. Let's jump straight into chapter 28. Okay, so chapter 28, um, Feyre has this is the chapter where she left the manor, right? Or did she already leave the manor? At this point. No, yeah, this is the chapter where she's she's leaving uh, Talon's estate. So she's saying her goodbyes. Yep. So, and... oh wait, okay, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Because mm-hmm. last chapter, okay, so chapter twenty seven was the spicy chapter. They had consummated mm-hmm. their love, um, and Tamlin, <laughs> Tamlin has said, "I love you, thorns and all," and that was like his parting thing to her. Okay, chapter twenty eight, yep. which is where we are currently at. Alice has dressed my girl up. In the most prettiest of outfits. <laughs> it's so frilly. The way that she was describing she, yeah. that, I was like, damn, I can feel the ruffles. Right. <laughs> she, but she, look, Alice took her time. She dressed her up. Alice felt a certain type of way that, like, Feyre was leaving. They've all grown attached to her. That is that yeah. is most definitely true. They've all grown attached to Feyre. Alice definitely grew attached to her. And so um, as she's leaving, like, Alice isn't, like, bawling her eyes out. But you can tell that she's you know, feeling a certain type of way that Feyre is leaving. And she dressed her up all nice and frilly and in the most top tier of clothing. So on her way out, Feyre is like seeing all the, you know, all the servants, everybody, and she gets to Lucian. And Lucian, my man's is hurt. <laughs> Lucian is, I think, more hurt than Tamlin at this point. But it's a, it's a not, I am 
so sad to see you go. It's a, I need you to say the words. I need you to say them because yes. I need you to say them. Like he, t- Lucian was upset in an angry way because he knew, mm-hmm. he was like, you fucking love him. He loves yes. you. And he's like, he was like, I thought you were smarter yes, than Yes, Lucian! And I was like, oh, damn, apparently not, bro. <laughs> Lucian! So far, so far, Lucian is my favorite. So far. He he is, yeah. he's up there. He's like my favorite character. I love Lucian. I will die for, for Lucian. I will die for oh. this man. All right, so Lucian basically tells her like, I thought you were smarter than this, blah, blah, blah. He stomps off. He is out. Yeah. To which then that leaves... Tamlin. So Feyre goes over to Tamlin and it's not that it's awkward. It's just a, a you know, a, a bittersweet, I think, goodbye. Yeah. Um, she doesn't say, I love you. No, even though, he even though, it! you know, the night before, the night before she was like, oh, I think I imagined that. But this time he was like stroking her he face while she was it. in the carriage and he literally said, to her face, I love you. And she just stared him down like, oh, oh shit, like a dummy, <laughs> like a dumb ass. She done stared at him and was just kind of like, like are you, oh, are you not going to speak? You're not going to say, not gonna say it back? And then the carriage like ran off. And I'm like, you are the fucking worst Dumbest person <laughs> just I, that's what but that's what ryzen was talking about like she would have been the one but she's stubborn yes so ryzen called that out or ryzen oh, reason let's just call him reese let's just call him reese to make my life a hell of exactly. a lot easier so reese reese called that out a couple of chapters yes. ago yeah he did um but yeah that that tugged at my heart and I was like, why? Why would you leave? Why would you do this? Why would you do that? But um, she was like, oh, I don't want to be another burden to him. And I'm not going to say it back because I don't want to burden him. I was like, how is that a burden? How is Your that a burden? makes no sense. So Your reasoning makes no sense, Feyre. Damn. <laughs> also in this chapter, um, as Feyre's made her way back to her family, Tamlin took care of this family. Bruh. He took like they were living care. large. They did not need her. No, they didn't. They did not. They did need not. Her. Look, Tamlin done went ahead, put this family in a whole nice little mansion. They had gardens for Elaine. Her dad her dad's leg, this man had her dad's leg fixed. Yes. With some type had of elixir. Or had potion. her dad's leg completely healed. Yes. He went from limping to pimping, you heard? <laughs> legit. Legit. <laughs> and there was money to spare. There was money to spare. Her dad was mm-hmm. in his office counting the jewels and rubies and everything. That Tamlin gave her as a parting gift. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Yep. It was crazy. And this this just made me sit and be like, this family ain't shit. Minus Nesta. Yes, and we'll get, and we'll to get that, that later. Because Elaine, we were all for fuck her family, they're dumb. Elaine and her dad? Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, honestly, fuck them. What really was interesting to me, she mentions right away that Nesta is very, like, calculating. Yes. Like, she's cold like she usually is, yeah. but she's very calculating, yeah. like, watching her. Yeah. Like, I don't believe a fucking thing you say. And I was like, oh. No, she's oh. like she said. She said as she was saying about, like, the aunt that she supposedly was um, living with and helping. And, again, this is the story that Tamlin had glamoured to her family and, like, had told her to stick mm-hmm. with it. Um, yeah. And so as she was telling them that, like, Nesta was looking at her like, you a badass like you you a bad liar like you just 
Right. Like she was just like very suspicious. Yes. And I was like, Meanwhile, okay, is that just like her? That's what I thought. I was like, well, maybe Nesta just has a resting bitch face and like that's what it is. She does. But, <laughs> but then after realizing certain things and like I just thought there was like, well, Elaine was all happy to swallow this story. Like Elaine was just cool with it. Weak minds. Facts. So <laughs> moving on to chapter 30. This 29. Oh, 29. Damn, you skipped one. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, wait, in chapter 29, she um passes Isaac, doesn't she? So in chapter 29... She does! In chapter 29, yes. she takes the time to go look at the village that, like, obviously, like, um had had laughed at her and her sisters, had, like, made them, make them feel less and things like that. And the villagers, people in this village, look, looked at her like, oh, who's that? Oh, my God, look at this. You know, even the men, the men were yeah. like... Oh, like, you know what I mean? It was crazy. And then she ran into Isaac. I feel like chapter 28, chapter 29, and some of chapter 30 was all about her going home, seeing her family, seeing the village, yeah. because she's been away for a, a while. Yeah. Isaac being... So there wasn't, like, a lot that, that happened. No. It was just her realizing that life has gone on without her. Right. Yeah. And, like, you know, she it was just kind of like, oh, this is very... Really think about this. You just spent how long... In a fairy fantasy, almost like a feverish dream, to then, <laughs> to then go back to the mortal world and it'd be so mundane, it'd be just so ordinary, yeah. and you just sit there and you're like, mm. and it, she did a really good job. Sarah did a really good job of conveying yes. that too, because I was like, chapter twenty eight, um, or the end of chapter twenty eight, twenty nine, and then thirty. I was just like you're not supposed to be here bitch right like look this is how fucked up it was in the beginning of the book we were just kind of like like she's in this she's in this whole new world she needs to like be cautious she needs to whatever and stuff by the end by this point we're sitting here and we're just like bitch you now belong to that world you don't belong, you don't belong no to more. the mortal realm anymore so like it just it was like it was like reading really mundane stuff like I, to be honest i could have cared less the only interesting thing out of those chapters was Nesta. Was was yes. the fact that Nesta wasn't glamored. Nesta. No. And I was like, bitch, how? And all they chalked how? it up to, all they chalked it up to was Nesta has always had a an ironclad will. That's what they said. Yeah. She's always had an ironclad will and an ironclad mind. Now, you know what? I don't believe that shit. There's more to that. You think so? There is more to, oh, Absolutely. Mm. absolutely there's got to be more to that i don't know if maybe she's like a quarter fay or half that would be interesting or what but i'm telling you and the fact that she just cannot get over the resentment for her so-called father oh that was another I thing so that was revealed later on so okay so nesta let it be known to Feyre. She was like, I remember everything. And the reason that she said that is, and the proof that she had was she chopped a piece of wood like with some of the paint that Feyre had always done on, on their furniture and things like that. Mm-hmm. And like Feyre was like, oh shit, like you remember. And Nesta was like, yes, like I remember everything. I remember him coming. I remember him taking you. I remember sitting there watching as father and Elaine were in hysterics and then nothing. And she was like, it just, it wasn't right. For Nessa to sit there and be like, it just wasn't right. It wasn't right. For her to sit there yeah. and say that, I was like, oh, respect. 
I was like, I'm starting to develop right. some respect for this character. Because before I sat there and I was like, she ain't shit. Now I'm like, Nesta's a little okay. Right. I was like, they're not shit. They didn't do anything. But Nesta actually went after she her. She paid. That very night. She paid the or mercenary. was it a week after? No, the it was week a week after. after. She paid mm-hmm. the mercenary that had given them the money for the wolf. She paid that mercenary to take her to Perinthian to take her through. And she was mm-hmm. like, unfortunately, because of the glamour, she wasn't able to get all the way in. So she had to trek yeah, back. Yeah, because she couldn't find the, no. the door. Right, so she had to trek back. But she did try. She did try to go after Feyre. And I like sat there, I was like... In the winter. In the winter time, right? Right? Yes. And I just sat there, I was like, damn, okay, okay. I was like, that is some character development right there. Because that I did not expect that from the oldest. Did not expect that. Neither did I. I thought Nesta was just going to be that, that stone cold Right, bitch exactly. We, we just weren't going to fuck with her. Like, so, we don't like her. When So what, what ends up happening is Feyre... Ends up telling Nesta everything. She tells her everything from the time that she gets to Tamlin's estate to now. And Nesta looks at her and Nesta's like, teach me how to paint. And to me, that little bit that teach me how to paint, knowing that that's Feyre's like, um, not hobby, but that's like Feyre's. It's her, it's her favorite thing to do. It's her lifeline. Yes, it's like her therapeutic uh, thing to do. When everything else isn't going right. And like I for Nesta to say that, I was like, damn. I was like, okay, yes. Like I was like, yes. Yeah. Honestly, those are those are the the best things that came out of those chapters. The chapters of her being home. Yeah. Because I did not expect any type of development no. from her family whatsoever. And- especially not Nesta. But to be honest, we didn't get any real development from the dad and we didn't get any real development from Elaine. It was Nesta. No, because they're fucking dickheads. It was Nesta that got the, the development. Like that one, that character yeah. development, I was like, oh. It's like, okay. This has made Nesta interesting. I like that there. I was like, okay, now yes. I'm interested in Nesta's character. What sign is she? Oh, Nesta? Hmm. Mm-hmm. With that stubbornness and that ironclad will? Look. Aquarius. <laughs> You think so? <laughs> Sorry, Graham. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I can see or it. Or what do you, what do I you think? What do you think? I don't know about an Aquarius. I was like trying to think. I'm like, mm. cause I don't think it would be a Leo. No, I don't think That's it's a just Leo the complete either. Opposite. Yeah. I keep <laughs> the word that keeps popping into my head is Taurus, but like I'm not sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. But I'm going off of the Taurus that I know in real life, like the person that I know who's a Taurus, because mm. I feel like they are also very similar to how Nesta is described. How Nesta's described now in this, this now. now. Okay, okay, yeah. not from not before. Not from okay. before, okay. but say- how, how Nesta's described currently, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Aquarius, I don't know. Like, I get the ironclad will. I get the, the stubbornness. But there's, I think there's like some compassion. With an Aquarius. I think there's some some type well, of stuff there. There there is. And that's why I said Aquarius, because it's like Nesta has the the whole thing going on where she's kind of resting bitch way. face. It she yeah, and she presents herself one way and you're like, Oh, she has no feelings, she's not like a compassionate person, she doesn't care about her sister. But in reality, like that's not true. She just doesn't show it the other way or the way other people show okay, it. Okay, so maybe she is an Aquarius. my mother's an Aquarius. So maybe she is my grandmother's. <laughs> I love you. But no, my grandmother is stubborn. Facts. My mom is the same way. So maybe it is an Aquarius. Maybe it is an Aquarius. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So but she's a lovely human being. I love her. Right. So much. Exactly. Um. Okay. So with that, yeah. So then, oh, and the best thing was, so we also find out after Thera tells Nesta everything, we also find out that Nesta resents their father to the max, to the extreme. She yes. resents their father because she said she tells Thera he had a fleet of ships and he could have found a cure for our mother and he let her die. And I was like. Oh, Nesta. I was like, I don't know if this is the right situation to have that type of I don't well, I mean, he I, I get it I get it because he was like trying to come up with a plan for them to have money and then pay off their creditors and stuff like that. But it's like uh, But is at there at the same time but was there a cure though for what the mother had? The mother died of typhus. What did she have? Ty- ty- typhus? Is that how you say it too? Was it typhus? Typhus? I don't even think I'm saying it right. Typhus? I think it's typhus. Yeah. I don't know if there's, but like, I don't know if there's a cure for that. I mean, do you get what I'm saying? Oh, right then and there. Yeah. At at that time. Yeah. In that type of time. I mean, she's just, she's mad that he didn't even try. I think that, yeah, that is probably where the most of the resentment comes from. She's just, she's pissed off that he didn't even try to find their mother a cure. And, And then after everything happened, he just stopped trying anything yeah even she said it yeah like when she said that Mm -hmm. i was like oh we on the same page with that one where she was just like he just he just stopped trying she's like we could have we could have fucking starved to death completely and he wouldn't have lifted a finger and she was just like like that's the reason for the resentment towards the father and i was like i get it yeah i I like that same i was like that's kind of valid all right cool like i understand but then the funny thing was, Nesta asked Feyre, she was like, would you have done everything in your power to save your high lord? And Feyre was like, yes. Without question. Yeah, she was like, yes. <laughs> oh okay, so we move on to chapter 31, because that was chapter 30. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, girl, this one, this had me all types of fucked Same. up. Same. Because... And this was, um, I think, what was this? This was after they had that ball or whatever in Feyre's honor. What ends up happening is we find out so much fucking shit in this damn chapter. So, yeah, well, okay. not a lot. Wait, can not, I please? Okay, can I please? listen. Can I please? It's, can I please? It's this chapter and the next chapter. But in this chapter, we find out Claire Baudere. I think it's Baudere. I think that's her name. The name that Feyre gave to Ryzen as her own or reason. Ah, oh, fuck. Reason. All right, so Claire Baudere, which I'm assuming is her name. I don't know why it rhymes like that. It makes me think that it's wrong. Claire Baudere is the name that Feyre gave Ryzen. The uh, fuck, Reason. <laughs> Reese. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's the name that Feyre gave Reese as her own. And lo and behold, the family is now saying, or her father is saying, oh, I was thinking about buying the Baudere's place you know, and maybe turn it into property for one of you girls. And Farrah's like, oh, what happened to the Baudaires? He's like, oh, girl, you ain't here? They whole house burnt down. Everybody dead. Claire is missing. And she's like, oh. <gasps> <gasps> Yo, when I read this, when I read this, I was like. I knew, oh, I knew it was going to come back around. I just thought that they were going to find her. I didn't think that they were going to go The house and kill the, the entire the family? girl's house. Oh I like my said there was God. like, oh shit. When they sat and they were just like, the entire house burned down, family's dead, Claire's missing. Yes. I was like, oh 
You know exactly who did that. Anthrax did that shit. You know exactly who did that. Arm and Hammer came through and was like, give me that bitch. Burn the rest. Arm and Hammer. Arm and Hammer is not playing games with y'all. She did not come to play. Oh, another thing that happened in this chapter was Feyre makes the decision to go back. She's like, fuck it. I love Tamlin. I gotta go back. And she's been having a nagging feeling like for the past few weeks that she's been gone, like something is wrong. Something is wrong. And I was like, way before on that in the first place, way before then, way before, like just now. But I think this is what like definitely solidified it for her. She was like, okay, if they came here and did that, they probably already have gotten to the spring court or they're about to do damage, heavy damage to the spring court. Correct. What ends up happening is. She ends up making the decision to go to Perinthian for Tamlin, obviously. And Nesta already knows everything at this point. She's helping her get prepared to leave. The moment she gets out of the, the house, uh, Elaine is waiting at the door with a, a horse. Elaine now remembers everything. It took yep. Thera telling them about what could happen for her father and for Elaine to remember everything the way Nesta remembers. Right. And her father didn't even he didn't even say come bye. to say goodbye. So then Elaine just basically tells her like you know she's she's saying her goodbye. Nesta she didn't really say goodbye. You it was it was uh, Feyre says that Nesta doesn't like saying goodbye. So her goodbye was just watching Feyre leave. Yeah, they did have a nice. I did like that the moment the moment that they shared together. Um, it was on page two seventy two when they were saying their goodbyes. And it's like, they are so much alike. Yes. They are so much alike. But yeah, Nesta pretty much tells her, like, don't come back. Like, we're good. We've got it. I know that you need to go and you need to fight for that. And I will fight for us here. But she's just like, she's very much, very much like Feyre. With that being said, Feyre gets on the horse. She makes it back to the manor. Ain't nobody there. Nobody's there. Ghost in the halls. There's glass and blood all over the floor. Oh, God. That was the end of chapter 31. That was it. So, we get to my favorite chapter so far. Chapter 32. Chapter 32, bro. Now, I would, I would... I was about to say, I was really, really afraid for her because she's in the house looking for people. She's yelling. She's screaming. And I'm like, bitch, you have a whole fucking army after you you need to chill out and then she runs into um she runs into alice and alice is like you stupid girl why are you alice at this point alice is is the voice of reason and she's just kind of like you dumb bitch yeah. why you come back <laughs> yeah and she's like i had to for tamlin for love yes, alice, like, is, yeah, dumb. alice is like you you dumb you you about three days late like listen this chapter chapter 32 Made me like Alice because Alice was like, you know what, bet okay, you want to come back for love? She's like, I'm going to lay out and give you all the tea. I'm going to give you everything. Bruh. Bruh. The fucking My story. Theory. My theory was shattered to pieces. Yes. yes, it was. Yes, it was. I was about to say, as I was reading this, I was like, damn, Morgs. <laughs> I didn't get not a goddamn thing right. <laughs> all right, so basically, chapter 32 gives you the backstory of Amarantha and Tamlin and what the hell happened there, but also gives you the backstory of Amarantha herself. Yeah, this bitch, Atlanta, is pretty much the queen of Hybron. Yeah. And she came over the Perithian to start 
her own thing. She's like, uh, I'm tired. Of, you know what it was? I'm tired of my husband. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm gonna go start my own goddamn fairy kingdom. It was very much Queen of the South. Yeah, so that's basically what happened. So she was a high general to the King of Hybern. She waged war against the humans the way the king wanted her to. And her sister falls in love with a human, Jurian? Jurian? Jermaine. Not <laughs> we gonna say Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> so her sister falls in love with this human and he essentially used her sister for information. And when he was done with her, he didn't just kill her sister. He serial he serial killed, like psychopathically murdered her. And Marantha finds out about this and she was like, oh fuck no. She done waged war. She was like, nah. So with that being said, she wages war with him and they end up fighting. But Alice doesn't really give uh, Feyre the actual conclusion to that fight. She just says they fought and Amarantha Mm -hmm. won. And that was it. After that war, Amarantha comes over. She's an emissary, but not an emissary to any court. She's kind of like a nomad. She's an emissary nomad where she's just going hopping from court to court to court. What ends up happening is she holds court under the mountain and invites all of the courts to come through. And she uses um, magic, essentially, to diminish their magic and make her high queen of Perinthian. Yeah, so now she has like all of their magic trapped within her. I was like, oh, Atlanta, you sneaky bitch. At this point, we find out she's always known Tamlin. Tamlin's father, because Tamlin's a part of the, Tamlin is from the Spring Court. So Tamlin's father and King of Hybern or whatever, they knew each other. So he's always known her. And it says that she lusts after Tamlin. So essentially, she just wants to fuck Tamlin. That's really what it is. And Tamlin looked at her and he was like, listen, that's a no for me. I don't really want to. He was like, I don't really want any of that, Kitty. I don't want none of that. Yeah, I'm a pass. I'm a pass on that. And Amarantha was like, no. So Tamlin sends Lucian as his emissary to mm-hmm. talk to her about peace. Yes. And Anamorphic, once again, Anamorphic. is trying to be like, listen, I'll give you peace and whatever if you have Tamlin sit by my side and be my king and blah, 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 blah. And Lucian says, what did he, he was say? like, you could go back to the filthy have... shit that he was like, you could go back to the filthy shithole that you came from. <laughs> right. Yes. He literally said that to Amarantha and got his eye cut out. And I was like, damn. Amarantha was like, what? that, that warrants so, getting your eye cut out. I get it though. I get it. At this point, Tamlin goes to her himself. This is where the curse happens. She pretends to make peace. She invites Tamlin and his entire court to a masquerade ball. And the reason she did this was because she was like, oh, you know, we, we, she's like, I feel so bad about Lucian. Let's hide his face. Let's go ahead, go ahead and have a masquerade ball so everybody has a mask on. They end up at the mountain and Tamlin runs his mouth. That's because, that's because she kept fucking pushing it. She was just like, oh, just be my lover. He's like, no. And she's like, come on. And he's like, no. Like, bitch, he said no. How many times does he have to say no? But where he fucked up was saying, I'd rather love a mortal or human than love you. And with her whole background, like, cause she would have let it go beforehand, 
But with her whole background, when he said that, she was like, oh, cool. Fuck that. So (laughs) this is essentially what the curse was. She basically modeled it after her backstory. Tamlin had to get a human who hated fairies and who has killed a fairy to fall in love with him. But not just any fairy. One of his friends. One of his men. One of his men. She did that, cursed the entire court, cursed Tamlin. He goes back to, to the spring court. Tamlin, for the first two years, starts sending out his men. He's sacrificing his men. Starts sending out his men, shaped, ship, uh, shift-shaped it, or shift-shaped it, shaped it, shaped it. <laughs> I can't even, I can't talk. He sends out his men, and he, we all know that Tamlin can turn somebody yeah. into a different form. At this point, he's been sending those people out for two years. Nothing was happening. Either they were dying by regular people, by men or whatever, or um, the women that they came across were dainty and would just scream and run away. It wasn't working. Nothing was working. And so finally, Tamlin kind of just gave up. So for 49 years, this man just sat, <laughs> gave up and left his his spring court in, in their curse, in what, the, what was their curse. And finally... Andreas was the one that begged to go because they were coming to an end of the curse. So Andreas basically begged to be a sacrifice. He begged to go. And Tamlin was like, all right, fine. And this is why this wolf did nothing. When Farrah killed him, yes. Why he just stared at her like, you're the one. Like he sacrificed, he sacrificed himself he knew. for the cause. And it's like, At that moment, everything sank in for her as well as for me because I'm like, damn, everybody, everybody put their life on the line for this to work. And three days before the curse was up, three days, she loved him on that day. She loved him and she didn't tell him. She could have broken the curse right there with two days to spare, but she didn't. And now we find out that Lucian and Tamlin, 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 and his entire court is now under the mountain with Angry Panda, and there's nothing to be done. So we come, we find all this out. This was, this was, I feel like all of that information in that one chapter. Yeah. That's what I was waiting for. Because we were, we were so for so long, we were trying to figure out, okay, what is the curse? How does it work? What are the boundaries of the curse? What's going on here? And then I felt so bad for calling Tamlin a villain. Here's the thing, though. <gasps> This is another thing that Alice lets out. There is no treaty. Yeah. That was all fucking made up. So here's my question, though, because the surreal told her there's of no the way tre- out. <gasps> there is no way. Wait, did he say no way out of the treaty or he just, just no, said way, no out? way out? And he again, he also told her stay by the high lord and all will be righted. Yeah. Why? If there's no treaty, because this is this is the answer that she wanted for the treaty. Because she thought that there was a treaty that she couldn't get around or couldn't figure out. Well, because remember, what she asked him specifically is, is there truly no way for me to go home? And he says, no. But she went home. Because he let her go home. Yeah. See, uh, there's there's more there. There's a little bit more there. I don't know exactly what it is. But the part where he said, stay with the high lord and all will be righted. I think that he meant like, stay, stay with, with Tamlin. And the curse will be broken. Okay, that makes sense. So chapter 32 is basically, oh, and Morgan thought that Tamlin was a deceiver. It's actually Amarantha. It's actually, a. 
is Amarantha. It's actually, oh, God, what's another name I can call this bitch besides her actual name? (laughs) (laughs) It's actually Anaconda. Anaconda is the deceiver. See, that's why I was like, I feel so bad now because I was like, Tamlin is a villain and Tamlin is the deceiver and Tamlin... No, Tamlin's just like a sweetheart. He's just caught up in the middle of all this shit. Because he wouldn't he wouldn't fuck the girl. That's why. Right. Because <laughs> he wouldn't right. just be like, you know what? Let me just So right, But you were right. She is a jealous, not ex, but she's a jealous wannabe. She's a jealous wannabe. She's a jealous wannabe ex or jealous wannabe girlfriend. Yep, that's exactly what it is. But okay, so at the end of chapter 32. Thera makes the decision. She's like, I have to go save Tamlin. He's the love of my life. He needs to know. And Alice is like, listen, Yeah, bitch, it's a I'm, little too late. Yeah, Alice is like, um, are you sure? Because you you just human. Right. And, and Miranda, like, take me. Yeah. And, she's like, all right, shit, it's your friend. And Thera is like, no, I have to go show him that I love him. And Alice is like, okay, well, I'll take you if you really want to do two, that. three, four days ago, month right. ago. But all right, bitch, yeah, we got to do it right now. Okay. Yep. So that basically chapter 32 ends like that. In chapter 33, Alice is walking Thera towards an entrance into the mountain. The only thing that stood out to me about this chapter was that Alice mentioned there was still a part of the curse that she was forbidden to tell Thera and that she had to figure out on her own. That makes me think that even though like her and Tamlin love each other, Maybe Feyre has to be with someone else mm. in order to keep the curse from like, or in order to keep the curse broken. I don't know, but she said there's something else about the curse that she can't tell you that Feyre has to figure out on her own. I'm like, well, what is it? What do you think it is? A lot has happened in the last ten. I'm chapters, so brain. Okay? <laughs> I'm so my fucking mind. So in chapter 33, Alice has walked her to like this little shortcut and stuff. Feyre takes it upon herself. She goes into into this this pathway and stuff. And who the fuck does she run into in this damn cave? The goddamn Ator. Exactly. She runs into the Ator. And he's all, like, <laughs> of all the creepy ass people you could have ran. He's into. like, what you doing here for? Like I was like, yo. So oh. he takes Feyre immediately in front of Amarantha. Yeah, that's the beginning of chapter thirty four where he like throws her down. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, sitting next to Amarantha is Tamlin. <laughs> And his face, he's just like... Void of emotion. For a minute, I thought that he was actually glamored. Oh, no. I don't think he is. I think he's just trying to keep his emotions in check. He was, because of what we find out that she did to Claire. Oh, my God. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Oh! Essentially, what happens is she gets thrown in front of Amarantha, and Feyre, she, instead of lying... (laughs) She put her hands on her hips and was like, I'm here to save the love of my life. I was, yo, I laughed at like, that. Okay. Not gonna okay. lie. I like was like, oh, bitch, no. Amarantha is just basically like, oh, really? Yeah. And then Feyre ends up doing something that Alice told her not to do unless it depended on her life. She ends up making a deal with anthropology, <laughs> which is basically. <laughs> not to be confused with the store. So she ends up making a deal with anthropology. And anthropology is basically like, okay, I'm going to have you complete three tasks or you can solve a riddle and then I'll immediately like let you go. Do you know the answer to the riddle? No. I was going to say, is it love? It is. It is? It is. (gasps) Fair, you stupid bitch. (laughs) Right. This shit could have been over with. All you had to say was love. Instead, you're like, okay, well, what are the tasks? (laughs) Like, what are the tasks? 
three times. Well, well, but she didn't get the riddle in this chapter. She gets the riddle, I think, in the uh, the next chapter. Yeah, so in the next yeah. chapter, she gets the riddle. But in this chapter, Amarantha is like, okay, bet. I'm going to be nice to you. We're going to make a deal. You're going to complete three tasks, and I will set Tamlin and his court free. But I will give it to Feyre because Feyre was like, there, there will be no loopholes. She's like, you're gonna set his court free, and you're gonna restore their their magic and their powers. And like, Feyre knew from mm-hmm. hanging around Tamlin and Lucian and 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 the fairies exactly what to ask for. It, she made sure that she asked for everything that she wanted exactly how she wanted it. Um, so Amarantha's like, all right, not a problem. But then ends the chapter with three of her goonies beating the shit out of Feyre. It was like an initiation to a gang. She taught her fucking cronies, now pull up and show this bitch what we about under the mountain. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Somebody just crip walked Feyre's face. Yo, they broke her nose. So, yes. In chapter 35, they drag Feyre to a, to a cell. Lucian appears and Lucian's like, Girl, we told you to leave. <laughs> like, what What the hell are you doing back here? But she she admits to Lucian. She's like, Alice told me everything. He's like, oh, so you know everything. You know everything about the curse and stuff. And she's like, yeah. Then we get what happened to uh, Jurian or whatever, the human. Julius. <laughs> Basically, we'll end up going down between Amarantha and the human that killed her sister was... They both was like, fuck this war. And they just went after each other. They end up coming together to um, fight one-on-one. and Which I don't know why he ever thought that he was going to win that battle. Exactly. He didn't put up much of a fight. Amarantha was like, bet. Lucian makes a point to say, Feyre, it took weeks. Weeks for Amarantha to completely torture and kill this guy. And at that, he's not even fucking dead. No! She has his fucking finger bone around his neck, around her neck, and his eye in a ring. And that's because of what her, her sister said. Because her sister was like, I promise you that she will never be able to kill you. And she's like, bet. You're not dead. You're still fully conscious. Dude. Oh, my God, yo. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Crazy. So we end up getting that entire backstory. So now we know what happened there. Um, Lucian does fix Feyre's nose. Uh, Amarantha bestowed some of his powers back in order to entice Tamlin. After that, they end up in front of um, Amarantha again, right? Yeah, because the guards come to get her for her first task, and that's where uh, Chapter 35 ends. No, 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 because this was a huge thing. This was a, th- I feel like this was kind of a huge thing. So in Chapter 35, another thing that happens is, so she's in front of Amarantha. Amarantha is, a, is um, like, you know what? You know my name, but I don't know yours. And she's like, let's rectify that. So she asks Feyre for her name. Immediately, Feyre's like, I'm not saying my fucking name. This is bullshit. Exactly. Like, you have Claire. And we didn't even mention what the fuck happened to Claire yet. Claire is pinned up fucking Castile style like a goddamn butterfly on the goddamn court walls for everybody to see. (laughs) Torture marks and all. Oh, okay. Here's another thing. So, Okay. Amarantha tortured the fuck out of Claire because uh, Feyre gave Reese Claire's name. Right. And so she tortured the fuck out of Claire, thinking that this was the human girl that Tamlin had fallen in love with. And she did it in front of him. 
Tamlin did nothing while this woman tortured and killed Claire. And I was like, mm. also, but my thing is also like, she's so powerful. Who's to say that she didn't like lock him down? Oh. I mean, that could have been a thing too. But what's insinuated in the book is that he did nothing. He, he, he could have and he chose not to. Thera immediately, immediately is like, oh my God, he loved me so much that he didn't want, like, you know, do you get what I'm saying? Like she spinned yeah. it in a way. Mm, no, I get that. Where it's like, oh, he, he didn't want to say that wasn't her. So he let somebody innocent die in her place. Yes. I get that. I'm still like, ugh, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying not to believe that he's that person, especially after what just happened. Like, I honestly believe that he is a victim. I'm not saying that he's not a victim. Like, I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, there was some circumstance where he just could not help this girl. Aside from the fact of trying to protect Feyre. So I'm I'm trying in my mind to believe like, okay, there was just, he couldn't, he couldn't. He like physically was not able. He's been dealing with this, this woman for almost 50 years now. So I'm sure it's a lot of trauma. It's a lot of wear and tear. It's a lot of wear down on his end. So yeah, so we come to find out that that's, a, that's, a, that's essentially what happened to Claire. Right, which is why Favorite does not want to give her name to fucking uh, Anteater. And so she's just like, I'm not going to tell you my name. And then she goes to Lucian and she's like, okay, what is her name? And Lucian won't answer either. So at first- Because Lucian is looking at Tamlin, he's like- Sir. And Tamlin's like, no. So Lucian's <laughs> like, all right, it. all right, I'll take this beating. He's like, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and take this damn beating. So- his brothers are at this damn mountain. These, oh, these Lucian's brothers. These dudes show up. They're like, bet, okay. Because Amarantha's like, oh, oh, yeah, you can you can come forward. You can go ahead and whip your, your younger brother's ass. And, like, they decide, all right, cool, we coming in. They come through and stuff, and Feyre's like, fuck. She says her name. She's like, Feyre, my name's Feyre. To which Amarantha says, hmm, that's a name from our older dialect, from our earlier language. I caught on to that. Why would her I mother name that, her Feyre? Like, the other from the older dialect of the of the fairy language. Why would she? Hmm. There's there. So there's stuff there. There's stuff there. Um, was her? Yo, no, I'm thinking. but would wouldn't that have made more sense? Listen, think about this. What if their mom was half Fey? Which would understand, well, that would make sense as to why she would name Feyre Feyre. And yeah. it would make sense as to why Nesta wasn't glamored. But what about Elaine, though? Elaine's the fucking special one. <laughs> it's always that middle child. It's always the middle child. So getting back to this story, Feyre, she saves Lucian. And then Amarantha comes over and she's like, Reese, did you not tell me that the woman that you saw at their house was Claire. That was interesting too. I was like, okay, so you're not technically her pet, are you? You like fucking around with her. He lied. He like so he likes fucking around with her and be and he was just like, I don't remember any of that. He legit sat there. He was like, <laughs> all the humans look alike to me. But that's essentially what happens. Oh, and then we get the oh the riddle the riddle we get the we get riddle. the riddle. It's love. Yeah, it's definitely love. Basically, after that, like, Feyre can't, she she hears the riddle. She can't think of what the answer is on the spot. So with that, Amarantha's like, how about you think about it? And then get back to me. Yeah, because she doesn't have to answer it right away. But if she does answer and the answer is wrong. But I feel like 
I feel like the reason Amarantha said that was in a condescending nature. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she mm-hmm. said it because she's everybody else laughed. Yeah, because they know. And it's like, it's very simple to them. But to her, you know, well, it, it, but that makes sense because she's going to overthink it because her life is on the line. Tamlin's life is on the line. Feyre doesn't read. She's illiterate. How would she? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, she would have never. Oh, shit. I, I completely forgot about that, too. She would have never have. Yeah. So my thing is, is like, she's really sitting there at a disadvantage and that's basically the end of chapter what is it is this chapter 35 that's the end of chapter 35 um oh wait she goes back to her cell and she is thinking about it she's in there for like two days yeah and then that's when the guards come to get her for the first of the three tasks that um this first task i know so then we get to chapter 36 and they dump pharah of before um Go ahead, say her name. Amarantha? Yeah, before her. And she's just like, she has her looking down into this thing that's like a maze. It's like a maze of and trenches or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like a fuck, it's a maze and it's full of like mud. It's full and of so mud the and And so the Ator, well, yeah, but at first she thinks it's full of mud and it smells really bad. But then she realizes like what it actually is. It's decomposing bodies and giant worm shit. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure that's the thing she's being chased by, right? It's like a giant worm with row after row after row of sharp teeth. Oh, have you ever seen, um, this is old, Tremors. Tremors? No. It's an old-ass film with Kevin Bacon in it. And it it's about these worms that tunnel through the ground. And when they pop up, all they are are teeth. And that's it. Oh, bitch, why would you put that into my head? When I tell you, listen, go look it up. It's an no. Old, no, 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 no. Listen, go look it up. It is an old-ass film from, like, either the 1990s or maybe the 1980s. So the CGI was non-existent. It is the funniest fucking movie to watch <laughs> Because it is so bad now. But it's like a cult classic because it's Kevin Bacon and a couple other people in it that you would recognize. But like when I tell you, when the description came from the book that that's what the worm looked like, that's immediately what I thought of. So what I thought of was the uh, the giant sandworm in Beetlejuice. Oh, that shit would make me laugh even harder. But, I mean- <laughs> but no, but like, but with like rows of like sharp teeth, teeth and shit. Okay. That's what, okay, that's what I was thinking of. But um, they drop her in this fucking But before that pit. though, um, Amarantha basically tells her is like um, what does she tell her? Oh she, that she found out some more about yeah, her? Yeah she's like oh I found out some more mm-hmm. about you and is that Reese told her that um, Feyre is a huntress and that yeah. she hunts and that was why the first task was her being thrown into the damn trenches with this fucking worm and I was yeah. just like and that thing is like like I don't what, what, would, what would you equate it to it's like it's it's like the size of a goddamn Mack truck yeah yeah essentially yes yeah and so she's trying to run through what she thinks is mud and later finds out of course it's decomposing bodies yeah. and shit from this creature and she's getting all covered in it and shit at one point she falls completely into it and realizes that there are still bones yep. at the bottom of the mud yep um but I will say this that was a really fast-paced, written, well-written scene. It was. And I was like, I was very, very in it. Same. Like, there was no lulls for no. me. And usually, sometimes when it goes on a little bit too long, I'm like, all right, get to the point. But that was really good. And Farah held her own once again. She was able to... Oh, um, no, because what happens is... So she she starts to realize stuff, right, about the worm. Mm-hmm. 
and everything. So then what ends up happening is the fairies start, the fairies that are watching um, start to say, what is she doing? What is it doing? And Reese says out loud, she's building a trap. And then he says, because uh, they call the worm Middengard or something like that. Oh. And he's like, they they were like, but the Middengard, and then Reese says, relies on its scent to see. And Feyre just became invisible. Yeah, because she covered herself up with the decomposition and stuff that was already in the maze. And so now he can't smell her. Exactly. And she started to climb. Mm-hmm. She made like a, a makeshift ladder and she made a trap. And then she starts running towards the worm. And like at this point, she's made a sword out of the bones too. And yes. so she's prepped. She's ready to kill this damn thing. So she turns, I think she turns a corner or something as it says. And she thinks that mm-hmm. she's, she thinks that she's safe. And she goes to turn over to look, but the worm isn't there. And nobody yeah, says Lucian anything. Lucian saved her life. Nobody says anything. Out of the blue, Lucian is like, to your left! <laughs> and she narrowly, narrowly, narrowly escaped death. I know. Yeah. yeah. But she does end up killing this beastly thing. And in the process, she gets hurt. Yeah. Like, her arm. To the point where the bone. Yeah. She can see the bone hanging out of her arm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Girl, what the fuck? She wins and she kills the worm. And she basically, you know, looks at... Like, once she wins, she, like, looks over at Amarantha and looks over at Tamlin. And she's like, I've proven my love. Like, I've... This right here has proven my love for Tamlin. And then Amarantha... Oh, she even chucks the sword at Yeah, her. she chucks the sword at Amarantha. And Amarantha's like, naughty. Like, you're, you're a naughty little bitch. So then... Once that happens, uh, she ends up back in her... Oh, no. That's chapter 37. No, 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 no. So before that, there was a bet put into place with this this whole situation <gasps> yes! with this task. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot place. that. Yes. Everybody fucking lost money except for one person. Reese. Motherfucking We Reese. don't know this until chapter 37. And then the guards take Feyre away. And that is what Amarantha calls Reese. And Feyre's like, I couldn't even glance back to look at Tamlin. So then we move on to chapter 37. And oh my God. Chapter 37 is, is one of my personal favorites. Facts. So we move on to chapter 37. And basically, Feyre is in her cell. Uh, Lucian is nowhere to be found. And this was the person who was coming to like help heal her and help her out a little bit. Lucian is nowhere to be found. Yeah, so she's basically just rotting away. And she has a fever, so you can tell that the infection is setting in her arm. Exactly. She's dying. Her arm is fucked up. It's it's probably infected. So she ends up seeing a shadow. She gets scared, and it turns out to be Reese. Oh, can we pause right there? Because I hate him. I hate him so much. Okay. But goddamn, I love him. Thanks to toxicity! <laughs> Make it make sense. No. I'm so conflicted. Because look, I'm like sitting here and I'm like, damn. I was like, this guy done saved you and shit. But then like he's over here and he's betting on you during these tasks and these tortures and things. And I'm like, I'm real conflicted. It's just like, I do. Oh my god. I'm like, I'm real conflicted at this moment. Do I want Reese or do I want Tamlin? Like, I want, like, it's like my heart knows that I want Tamlin. And then I see Reese over there and he's like, hey, mama. And I'm like, ah! (laughs) So, yeah, so Reese shows up to Feyre in the cell and he's basically, not that, I don't feel like he's taunting. Well, it is kind of taunting. He is, because he's a smug bastard. Yeah. He's just like, oh, you made me a lot of money tonight, and I figured I would come and repay the favor by trying to kill you. And Feyre, of course, is like, fuck you. <laughs> She's like, go to hell. 
Um, and he's like, oh, okay. So then what ends up happening is he basically tells her, he's like, look, I don't even got to read your mind to know what you're thinking. He's like, you think you're dying slowly. And then he just basically tells her, he's like, look, I'll make a trade with you. He's like, I'll heal you in exchange for two weeks every month, two weeks of my choosing. You'll live with me uh, at the night court. And Feyre immediately is like, fuck you. Right. And he's like, all right, fine. And goes to leave. And she's like, wait. Yep. So he goes Come to back. Leave, And immediately she's like, shit, this will probably be my only chance. Because he makes a point. He makes a point when he says, look, I can heal you now or mm-hmm. you can wait. And he's like, and either somebody shows up a day or two later or nobody shows up. And by then, it'll be too late. You'll be dead. Yeah. He's like, either take take what I'm offering now or take death. It's like, baby girl, beggars can't be choosers. You gotta, you gotta give a little. But the thing that fucking got me was that after she agreed, well, she, of course, set her own terms as well. Because she's oh, like, yeah. I'm not doing two weeks. No, she negotiated. And he's like, cool, like, I can do a week and ends up healing her. But she's marked after the healing. She basically has a sleeve from her elbow down on her left arm. She's she's tatted. He was she's like, tatted. Bet, she's bitch. Like, what did you do to me? <laughs> He's like, oh, forgot to mention. <laughs> so sorry. When we make deals in the night court, that shit is permanently etched into your skin. Oops. <laughs> Don't show Tamlin. Right. No, but he makes a point of saying he's like, are you, like, basically, are you freaking out about it because you don't want your high lord to see it? Yes, I would, yes. And I wouldn't even be upset with saying that. Yes, bitch, I am. I am. Because he already don't like you, and I already don't like you, and now he's going to see that I made a deal with you. It's permanently on my skin. Oh, no, but then. Yeah, I'm fucking upset. Yeah, I'm worried. Reese makes a point of saying, basically, I think I'll wait to tell him until the moment's right. Oh, like, you fucking oh, asshole. Reese. Oh, my God. He is literally like a fairy version of Luke. He's such a dick. What a loving dick. I like him. I do. I like him, and that's the problem. That is a problem. So that's how chapter 37 basically ends. We move on to chapter 38. This is the very last chapter. Yes. So basically, Thayer's arm is healed. The guards come in. Uh, well, no. They basically have her playing maid. No, but like that's what that's what Amarantha said. She was basically like, "You'll mm-hmm. you you know you'll um you'll help around you know to basically be like, well, you gotta earn to your to earn keep. your keep. Yeah, even though you're keeping me in the fucking dungeon, right? So the guards tell Feyre, you gotta clean this, and it has to be clean before supper, and it's gotta be stick and span and shiny as fuck. And Feyre's like, I can't clean it. The water they gave me was fucking dirty. She's like, how am I supposed to scrub this? She's like, I've been scrubbing for 30 minutes and my back is on fire. And then Lucian's mom shows up. So the high lady of the autumn court. And she's like, you saved my son's life. And she basically like helps her out in this little scenario. Yeah, she makes sure that she has clean water. And then she's like, my debt is repaid and like disappears. Yeah, exactly. The thing the thing that got me when... <laughs> When the high lady disappeared of the autumn court, they did not have to put this in the book like that. Favor was like, and I could have sworn I smelled like chestnuts roasting and leaves in the fall oh wind when she left. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. But, um, so essentially, she's able to get the task done. The guards are upset because they were really looking forward 
to roasting her. Yeah, every time they give her a task, they're like, do this or we'll roast you over a fire pit. Do right. this or we're going to peel all your nails off one by one. I was like, Jesus. Right. So they get her back to her dungeon. The next day they show up and they're like, okay, you have to clean lentils out of the uh, fireplace of this person's room. So they stick her in a room and then they lock the door. And what the guards tell her is the owner of the room, if he comes back and the lentils aren't clean, he's He's going to skin her. (laughs) Yeah, he plans to skin you. And Feyre's like, fuck that. So she runs to the fireplace and she starts trying to like, you know, get the lentils out. Who fucking, who fucking owns this room? Reese. Of course, Reese owns this room. And he comes in and lays across the bed and he's like, is there a reason why you're in my bedroom? (laughs) This man. Not by choice. Not by choice. This man exudes sex. He does. And it's annoying as hell. Because it's like, I'm trying to be mad at you. And I was like, that that makes sense. Of course, she's in his fucking bedroom. And Feyre is bold as fuck, like asking him questions about himself to find out more about him. Um, he actually like transforms in front of her too. I think it's, I don't think it's like a glamored state that he's in right now, but he transforms and he lets her see like his wings and stuff he like that. And his wings. like talons. He I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cute. It's kind of, it's kind of hot. <laughs> and um, she even asks him as well. He's like, or she's like, hey, can you help me out with the riddle? And he's like, oh, you're, you're bold. I like you. But no, we've all been instructed not to sorry and um he does like as a gift for her being so like bold and badass he's like oh let me go ahead and finish up these chores for you and separates the rest of the lentils from like the ash as soon as the guards come in to get her yeah and the guards are trying to manhandle her out the door and he turns into a fucking just savage he like does his little trick with his magic where he grips onto their minds and he's like she is not to be touched by you or, or anyone else. else. And stop having her do these bullshit household chores. Yes. Or else you will pay the fucking price. You understand? And I was like, oh. I love him. I love him. I love him. I fucking love him, all right? I love him. I was like, mm, okay. I love this character. Sensational. <laughs> I love this man. I love this man. Oh my God. But that's basically where we ended. And I was like, oh. So needless to say, Mm. me and Morgan will be finishing the rest of the book. Oh yeah. That's not even a question, you guys. We will be reading next chapter 39 through 46. We are finishing this book because I need to know what happened. And it's weird. It's so weird that all of this like juicy shit is happening at the end. So I know it's going to end on a cliffhanger. And that makes me really glad that we're going right into a court of mist and fury. I had listened to a podcast earlier today about this and they have made a point. I enjoyed a good portion of this book, but where we were, like the moment that we got to the mountain, I feel mm-hmm. like that was when everything started picking up. It did. And that's where everything started coming together as well. Like, I, I'm i not mad at the pace of it. It could have been sped up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not mad at it. It wasn't, like, super slow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Do you have predictions? Um. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. 
I think Reese is going to help Tamlin and Feyre. Really? Both of them? I think him helping Feyre also, in a sense, helps Tamlin. Because he, in the chapter, he says, Amarantha likes to play games and I like to play my own games. And it's it's noticeable. He likes to put people on their toes and he likes to fuck around with people and things like that. So I think he likes the idea. I think he might help, you know, Feyre and Tamlin because I don't know, maybe he, li- maybe he doesn't like Amarantha the way it's portrayed or maybe you, cause like, yeah, Amarantha has them all stuck down there. Do you think they all enjoy that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. think so. Um, but I think he, he might help Feyre to like, fuck around with amarantha let's see let's see i do think that favorite d- will get the riddle eventually but i i don't know i don't know if she's gonna get the riddle in time where she she won't have to do the rest of the tasks do you know what i mean mm, yeah so i do i do think she'll get the riddle eventually because you wouldn't have put the riddle in there unless you plan to have her answer it at some point what else what else i think lucian Okay, I think two things for Lucian. I think either Lucian will continue to help Feyre in a way because of Tamlin, or Amarantha's going to figure out that Lucian has been helping her and will somehow involve him in something. Oh, God. I hope Lucian doesn't die. Me either. I don't want him to die. I'm going to stop reading if he dies. (laughs) I will stop reading if Lucian dies. No, you're not. I will stop reading. (laughs) You're like, so we changed the book, the next book for the podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm really hoping that he doesn't die because he's a character that I like I love him. I think those, okay, so those are my three predictions for now. I, at okay. this point, I just want to read the rest of the book because I want to get to the end. I know. You know what I'll be doing tonight, finishing all six of That's these chapters. That's what I mean. I just want to get to the, the end of the book and, and like sit and be like, oh shit, like this, oh my God. So yeah. Yeah. So I don't really have um, any like solid, solid ones because I really want to know what's going to happen. Um, my prediction is number one, Rise and, oh, fuck, Reese, <laughs> Reese. Reese. Not Witherspoon. No. But Reese wants Feyre bad. Oh, yes. And I believe that, I don't know whether it's him playing a game or whether it's him and his emotions and he actually likes her. I believe that he's trying to, like, get her in his midst and in his court and shit to not only, like, win her over, but also make Tamlin the fuck jealous as hell. Mm-hmm. Because he likes to play games and shit. I don't know why, what bad blood they had between them or whatever, but whatever. Um, and then that's not really a strong one, but it's all I can come up with right now because my mind is like fucking fire. And then prediction number two, Tamlin has been so composed this whole time. Yeah. I think that when he sees the mark on Favor's arm, he he's going to get into a like physical altercation. Oh, I, I agree. I think, I think he... And Oh, I can't wait to read it. I think the moment he sees the tattoo, he's going to be like, fuck. I think it's going to be one of those moments where it's just pure rage. And Yeah, he's going to turn into his beast form and and Reese is going to turn into his his raven his Gryffindor and Ravenclaw going at it under the mountain. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I mean, they're not super strong, but those are my predictions for right now because the book is almost fucking over and I have no idea how this shit is going to end. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited to dish out about the last chapters of A Court of Thorn and Roses. It has been 
a very, very nice ride. It's so been a roller coaster. Way different from our first introduction of Faye. Oh my God, this was, we should have read this before The Cruel Prince. We should have never read The Cruel Prince. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Shitting on your faves. That's what we do. If we're going to do that, we might as well add Addie LaRue up in that bitch because that was traumatizing. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a a special series on books, popular books that aren't worth your time. Oh, my God. Coming soon. Coming to you soon. Popular books that just don't don't pick them up. Don't do it. But until until then, we want to thank you guys so much for listening and for following along and for reading. Um, of course, don't forget to follow us on social media. We actually changed our tags. Yes, we did. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. It is at YA at Heart Podcast. Same for TikTok. And Twitter is still YA underscore at Heart because somebody has our fucking tag. And I need to give it back. Uh- <laughs> if you're listening out there, we want it back, damn it. No. <laughs> right. But yes, thank you guys so, so very much. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, we want to say we love you guys. Thank you for joining us. And always stay YA at heart. Bye. Bye.